it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. Here are your hosts, Josh Shapiro and Tristan Maddie. What's up, guys? It's Tristan back for episode 75 of the Grounds Crew podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 19th. We're just under a week from Christmas, and I myself am very excited. This is my absolute favorite time of the year, and I live for this stuff, man. Almost done with finals. I'm sure a lot of you college guys are finishing up those as well. And it's time for some fun. So let's get in. we got some behind the brand today. Just a couple of small notes we want to make it known. Uh, Today is actually the last day for first-class mail shipping to arrive by Christmas. So make sure you guys get that done. And then Saturday is the last day to order Priority Mail Express shipping to arrive by Christmas. We're really working our asses off to get uh, all your guys' orders out and get so you have them by Christmas. But at a certain point, you know, the mail just won't let us get it out by then, you know. You guys have certainly kept us busy. It's been a lot of fun. We appreciate all the support and baseball lifestyle. But got to get those orders in by those days. Otherwise, we can't do anything about it. So like I said, last day for first class mail shipping today, last day for priority mail express shipping is Saturday. So if you guys want your stuff by Christmas, it's going to have to be by one of those times, all right? Make sure your parents know whatever you got to do. Now we got plenty of news from around the big leagues and hopefully Brian Cashman will gift me with Manny Machado for Christmas. Because the Manny Machado tour continues. Today, he actually finished up the tour with the Yankees. Monday, he met with the White Sox. He got the pitch from his brother-in-law, who they acquired last week, Yonder Alonso. He's going to be playing first base or splitting time with Jose Abreu over there. His brother-in-law, they're close. They live just blocks away from each other in Miami. He said they would love to... He would love to have Manny live blocks away from him in Chicago. Love to be neighbors in Chicago as well. They're close, they want to hang out, blah, blah, blah. And apparently the meeting went well, you know, Chicago. They have a lot of youth, they have a lot of potential, a lot of uh, prospects coming up. They haven't shown much yet. Michael Kopech's going to miss most of this year, if not all of it. Uh, Makata, he's still a work in progress. But they have a lot of nice young pieces. And if you get a guy that Manny Machado, like Manny Machado, who's only 26 years old, who could be that centerpiece, it changes things. But yeah, the meeting went well. Then he went to New York today. He met with the Yankees. Uh, touring Yankee Stadium, it's nothing really new to him. He played for the Baltimore Orioles for his entire career. So he's played in Yankee Stadium 45 times as an opposing player. The meeting lasted exactly 90 minutes. And during that time, they walked around the ballpark. The Yankees showed his face on the big screen, similar to what they did with Patrick Corbin. We all saw that screenshot going around uh, Twitter and Instagram. Now there's one with Manny Machado out there. Let me tell you, he looks good in a Yankee uniform. Looks good in pinstripes. Then, obviously, they did some talking, negotiating. The Yankees probably asked him about his comments, the Johnny Hustle comments, that kind of stuff. It still kind of feels like the Yankees are reluctant to give a guy who has shown questionable effort $300 million, whatever it would have to be. But here they are. They're still in the mix. They're one of three teams that are still in the negotiations. So they definitely are interested, at the very least. 
But the question is, will they give him what he wants? He wants money. Phillies have a ton of money to give. Will the Yankees want to go and match a team like the Phillies? Will they want to get in a bidding war for this guy? Do they really, really want him? Do they see him as a necessary piece? The Yankees already have five players making $17 million next year in Ellsbury, Chapman, Tanaka, Giancarlo, and J.A. Happ. So do they want to add another guy that's going to be making money like that? Now, obviously, you're getting a player who's one of the best in the league at his position, but you have cheaper options. Is he really a necessary piece, or is he a luxury? Do they want to go above the luxury tax again? They just came under last year. It resets. Do they want to go back over this year? They wouldn't have as bad penalties as they have as they had in the past, but do they want to go over it? I've said it before. I'd love to see Manny become a Yankee. I don't need it. I want it. It would be a lot of fun. That lineup would just take another step. You'd have another big bat in the middle of that lineup. This is a team that led the league in home runs, broke the home run record last year, and you want to add a guy that can bat 300 and hit 40 home runs from the third base spot. He is a super talented player, and a super that would make it a super talented lineup. It'd be a lot of fun, but we'll see. That's my Christmas wish. Machado is going to make the final stop of his tour on Thursday with the Phillies. So it's basically between these two, three teams. There's no mystery teams on this tour. The White Sox, the Yankees, and the Phillies. Buster only. He believes that we're going to have a Machado decision by Christmas. He believes that the Yankees and Brian Cashman are going to put the pressure on Machado. Because Brian, Brian Cashman's more of an aggressive negotiator. He gives an offer and lets the agent and the player sit on it, decide on it. He's... I want to know by this time. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll have a decision soon. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Bryce Harper. So it'll be a nice little something. Need something. Obviously there's all these teams like the Yankees, the Red Sox. They're going to want to add onto their payroll, add some big bats, big pieces to that lineup. But Cleveland is apparently on a quest to free up some payroll. They just traded Edwin Encarnacion in a three-team deal with the Mariners and the Rays. Cleveland is sending Encarnacion and a draft pick to Seattle. They're sending third baseman Yandy Diaz to Tampa. Seattle is sending Carlos Santana, who they just acquired in a trade with the Phillies, back to Cleveland, who he played most of his uh, most of his career with. And Tampa will be trading first baseman Jake Bowers to Cleveland. Encarnacion, he's in the final year of a three-year deal he signed with Cleveland before the 2017 season. Had a pretty good season last year. He battled with some injuries, but the 36-year-old batted 246 with 32 home runs last year. He was third in the league, uh, third in the American League in RBIs with 107. He DHs most of the time, so you don't have to worry about him going out into the field and hurting himself because obviously he's getting a little bit up there, but he could still hit, and that's what you're getting a guy like this for. Like I said, it's pretty well known that the Indians are trying to move some money around. They've now parted ways with Encarnacion, Yonder Alonso, who they just signed before the 2018 season. Outfielder Michael Brantley is leaving in free agency, and Andrew Miller might also be leaving in free agency. So there's a lot of pieces leaving, a lot of money coming off the books. I'm not sure if the Mariners are going to want to hold on to Encarnacion, because they're also a team that's been selling some players. We just saw them at Trey at Cano. Edwin Diaz, Michael Zanino, letting go Nelson Cruz. So a lot of pieces are leaving there. They're not going to really be a team that needs to compete. So does Edwin Encarnacion make sense for them? Not really. 
So we might see them flip him like they did with Carlos Santana. This all comes after Cleveland won the AL Central for the third year in a row, won the division. So it kind of sucks that over that time where they were a really dominant team that they weren't able to finish and get that World Series championship. I mean, they've been talking about trading Corey Kluber, Trevor Bauer to free up some payroll, and apparently the Kluber talks are heating up. It sounded like they were cooling off that once they made these three deals to get all these guys off the payroll that they wouldn't need to make a move with the pitchers, but they're still drawing a lot of interest. Primarily from National League teams, it looks like the Dodgers, Brewers, Phillies, and Reds are interested, and that's reported by John Paul Morosi. Cleveland's reportedly shown interest in Cincinnati's top two prospects, Nick Senzel and Taylor Trammell. But it's still pretty unlikely that they're going to make a deal. Uh, like I said, they freed up some money by trading Alonzo, Gomes, Encarnacion, letting go to Michael Brantley, Andrew Miller. So that's freeing up a lot of money. Corey Kluber, he's not a guy that you can come across often. He's a three-time All-Star, Cy Young winner. He's seemingly up at the top of the strikeout list every year. Got amazing stuff. Not really a guy you want to let go of. And Trevor Bauer is super talented as well. And as we've seen, it's hard to come across pitching in this league. It's not there's not really much of a market this year. So they can get a ton of a ton for these guys, but you're giving up a ton as well. Now the aforementioned Michael Brantley, he just signed with the Houston Astros. The rich get richer, as we say. He just agreed to a two-year deal worth $32 million. They're adding a great outfielder to an already potent lineup, a lefty bat to the middle of a heavy righty lineup that includes Carlos Correa, Alex Bregman, George Springer, and Jose Altuve, all righties. Brantley was one of the best all-around players in the league before missing almost all of the 2016 and 2017 season. He was in the MVP conversation back in 2015. Then, you know, injuries, man. Came back last year, played most of the season, hit 309, 17 home runs, 76 ribbies, supported at 832 OPS. They're adding a guy who had third lowest whiff rate in 2018 to a lineup that had the second lowest strikeout rate in the league. That lineup is going to just continue to be dangerous. They're going to be continue to be in the mix for the World Series every year for a couple of years. As long as that core stays together, they still have all the pieces there. The bullpen still looks good. The lineup is obviously one of the best in the league. The only thing that they still have some questions with is the starting rotation, and apparently they're still looking to add a starter behind Verlander and Garrett Cole. Dallas Keuchel is still on the market if they want to try and add him back, bring him back. He's going to be without Lance McCullers for this year. Charlie Morton leaving in free agency. But I think they'll find a guy. Seems like the front office over there always seems to get the job done, so I'm not too worried. They'll continue to be in the World Series conversation. And over here in New York, while the Yankees are rumored to be in the mix for a number of big-name players, Brody Van Wagenen, new Mets GM, has been really busy. He just signed Wilson Ramos to a two-year deal worth $19 million. He's a solid defensive catcher. He has a career 273 average. I believe he was an all-star last year playing with Tampa and the Phillies. He's not quite the prize that Real Muto is, who they were looking at, but Real Muto, the Marlins were asking for a ton. They would have to parted, have parted ways with Syndergaard, Rosario, a lot of pieces, and then at that point, is it really worth what you're giving up to get a guy like that? Catcher position, it's been a problem for them. Production from that slot has been a problem for them for a number of years. Travis Darno seemingly always gets hurt. So they addressed that. 
They didn't have to give up anything for Ramos. They keep that core together. I think it's a pretty solid move. He's a 31-year-old catcher, but he could still hit. He's known around the league as a solid vet in the locker room. He can manage a pitching staff very well, and it fills a huge hole in that lineup. I mean, last year when Travis Darno went down, Kevin Ploiecki missed most of the season, they were essentially getting nothing from the catcher's position in the lineup. So they've now made moves to solidify their bullpen. They addressed the catcher's position. And they added a big bat to the middle of the lineup in Robinson Cano. Doesn't look like Yoannis uh, Cespedes is going to be playing much this season. Obviously, he had that surgery on the heels last year. So, going to be without him. But Van Wagenen's been busy. Made a lot of nice moves. Uh, he says he's not done yet. Might try and add a center fielder because Juan Lagares. He's a great defensive player. Seems to get hurt a lot. but And he's not the biggest bat. But we'll see. We'll see if the Mets can field a productive team. Feels like something always goes wrong with them. There's some bad mojo over there. But we'll see. Maybe things will change. Speaking of the Mets, Matt Harvey, their former ace, just agreed to the deal with Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. One year, $11 million deal. The Mets let go of him. They traded him to the Reds for its catcher Devin Mazzaracco after he got off to a horrendous start in the 29, uh, 2018 season. Really was a shell of his former self. Kind of improved. Went 7-7 seven and seven with a 4.50 ERA and 111 strikeouts over 24 starts with the Reds. Listen, we all know the story with Harvey. He's just not what he used to be. Never been the same since that Game 5 of the 2015 World Series against the Royals. Just unlucky injuries. Can't do anything about him. Just unfortunate. I'm glad to see somebody's given him a chance. But we talked about him a lot this year when he was going through these struggles with the Mets when they were thinking about letting him go when they did let him go. The injuries that he had, they're just hard to come back from. We haven't really seen it. So it's just, it sucks that we're not going to see him be the player that he came up into the league as. Started the All-Star game at City Field. Was in the Cy Young conversation. It was just mowing down batters. He was a strikeout machine. It's a, it's a shame. And finally, we had huge news come out today. The MLB in Cuba agreed to a historic deal, which allowed players to sign with teams without defecting. That's just great work by the MLB. We've heard horror stories about the guys that come over to the league from Cuba. If anybody's seen that 30 for 30 done by ESPN about El Duque and his brother Levan Hernandez... It's tough, man. These guys went through some horrible stuff to get here. And this deal effectively ends the trafficking of players by smugglers. Some were kidnapped, threatened, extorted. They'd get in a ton of trouble by the Cuban government if they were caught leaving. But they wanted to seek a better opportunity for themselves and their families. We just saw Yasiel Puig and Jose Abreu and Yohan Mikata make some comments about how happy they are commending the MLB. It's a great deal. It allows Cuban players to come to the U.S. on work visas. MLB teams must pay the Cuban Baseball Federation a release fee. It's similar to how guys like Shohei Otani, uh, Hideki Matsui, those guys come over from Japan and come into the big leagues. The deal, it was two years in the making. It's a landmark agreement, and it's going to run through October of 2021. So awesome news. Great job by the MLB. I think that's all we got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for listening. Like I said, today, Wednesday, 
the last day for first class mail shipping to arrive by Christmas. Saturday, last day for priority mail express shipping to arrive by Christmas. So get your orders in. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next week. Have a Merry Christmas. And that right there was the grounds crew brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle.